All right, everyone. Hello and welcome along to this episode of Championship Thrill with myself, Steve, joined as always by Phil. Mm. And uh, before people start messaging us about it or whatever the case may be, it feels uh, audio sounds a little echoey tonight. It's because he's in the middle of renovating mm. where he lives. So his, uh, his rooms are kind of empty at the minute. So yeah, it does so sound a little dead. <laughs> um, so so yeah. It's weird because you never think of it until you have nothing in the room how dead it becomes. Yeah. Is it going going according to plan? Oh, it's artists. Everything's artists. Excellent. Um, all I need now is a new bed to come and we're good. New bed to arrive and you're all good. Perfect. Oh, good. Uh, I suppose where we're going to start uh, news-wise uh, is news in the Premier League in some ways in that Caretaker manager Steve Davis is going to stay in charge of Wolves mm. um, until 2023. So until after the new, you know, after the World Cup, after Christmas, whatever, yeah. he's going to stay there anyway. Uh, because Michael Beale rejected the job, he's going to stay where he is. Interesting. Like the thing, I suppose the World Cup is the kind of savior, but because there is only like three games before mm. they're gone. Um, as I was going to say, like if he lost. His next yeah. two games, he would be gone, but there's no point because the World Cup is less than Jesus is less than three weeks. Is that three four weeks? Yeah, not even. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, it's, it's in a month's time we're going to be in the middle of it. So. Yeah, so it's, it's, a, it's a it's a strange one, but yeah. Um, right to reject the job and stay keep here. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean they're 100%. top of the table. We'll get to the games later, but. I think yeah. Wolves are just uh, surrounded with negativity at the moment. Um, it's very difficult for anyone going in there. Um, which maybe Nuno might want to take up in January. Who knows? Uh, yeah, it's going to be a strange one. Um, other news you were talking about to me there before we came on was um, we talked about it on a show recently that Michael Carrick had no interest in taking over the Middlesbrough job. Mm. And now, uh, and now it seems like he's got interest in taking over the Middlesbrough job. Yeah, it seems to be a done deal. Um, yeah. Money, maybe? So, I don't know. Yeah. Um, first job in football, like real proper managerial job. Yeah. Um, um, going to a, the championship, which, as we all know, is a very, very tough division. Um, you're the, playing three, three games a week. Yeah. I suppose the plus side is, like you said, the World Cup coming up. That's going to be a plus for the, the teams who don't have a manager at the minute. Mm. Um, the likes of West Brom. Uh, did Hull manage to get a new uh, new manager yet? Uh, no, they haven't. Um, still waiting. So you're, look, you're looking at Hull, you're looking at what West Brom. Yeah. You're looking, you're looking at those kind of teams that um, the World Cup is going to be good for them with that break coming in there and uh, they're going to have time to uh, you know, train with the players, do whatever with the players because there's not going to be many West Brom players going to the World Cup. No, I wouldn't. So no. There's not going to be many Hull players going to the World Cup. Yeah. There's not going to be many Middlesbrough players going to the World Cup. Yeah. Uh, so you're going to have time with your squad to be able to um, to work on a few things with the majority of the squad. Obviously, you're mm. going to have the odd player here and there that's going to be going away. Yeah. It'd be interesting. Um, uh, just looking there at the West Brom odds, Jordy Morris is now the favourite. Um, strange, strange one. And then yeah. Carlos Cabran, as you were saying, would be you would put in there. I think we said that last week. 
Yeah, I think Corbran wouldn't be good there. There, there was talk of um, what you call a Schumacher planet. There was talk of him maybe. Oh. Uh, someone that they might try and bring in. Um, you know, Plymouth obviously flying it, doing really well. Be an interesting choice, but like Gary Ross is no not is way out now. He's not going at all. Um, yeah. So it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see how those managers settle over the um over the next few weeks and that as we lead up to the World Cup. You're certainly going to want to have someone in place before the World Cup starts, I would imagine. Oh, one hundred percent. Um, other news, I suppose, before we go into the games, um, just both Sheffield United and Blackpool have been charged by the FA for the fight that broke out in that game. Um, so that's something both clubs are obviously going to pick up a fine. Um, that was the, the three-all game. And they have until Friday to respond to the charge. I imagine they'll just accept it, take their fine and what have you. I can't imagine much else is going to happen there. Mm. Um, What's Brahma, Brahma as well about the racists? Yeah, I mean, that it's it's horrible that it's still happening, but it's good that they're able to identify someone and ban them for life. Yeah. Um, it, it's an absolutely horrible part of football, and I don't know how in this day and age, especially, that we still have, have that going on, but... Um, yeah, absolutely the right thing to do. Identify them, ban them for life, don't mm. allow them back into football matches. And just move on with it. Yeah, exactly. Move on with it. And uh, maybe there needs to be uh kind of some sort of a database or something along those lines as well. Mm. Where you know what's gonna stop them going to an away game, people would say what's gonna stop them going to support another team or go to wherever and get in that way, get into another uh ground or what have you. There needs to be some sort of a, a database or something for these people as well. Exactly. Uh, but um, yeah, a good a good thing to do, and it's it's the last thing West Brom needed anyway. The way that their season is pending it, and <laughs> uh, a season where they probably thought we'd be up there battling for for promotion. And to be fair, they're only ten points off the playoffs with how ridiculously tight the division is. I know, yeah, and they're in the bottom three as well. Yeah, it's kind of crazy because usually coming up to 15, 16 games, there's a big difference. Mm. You know, there's 13 points between sixth place Norwich and uh, bottom of the table Huddersfield. <laughs> I know <laughs> it is really, really crazy. It's ridiculously tight. Uh, QPR top the table, 27 points uh, ahead of Blackburn on a uh, goal difference, but within like six points, within two wins mm. of them are Bristol City, who sit 12th. I, you know, Bristol City are three points off Luton in fifth. Yeah. So the gap between fifth and twelfth is three points. Yeah, it's quite. Yeah. It's, and you look at a team like Rotherham. Yeah. You look at Rotherham, who again have their games at hand. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's a strange one. It's going to be a strange, strange, strange season. I think once the World Cup is over now as well. Um, end of January, where we, you will see teams to just push, push up and push on. Um, but yeah. in saying that, like there's a few surprises again at the weekend. Um, results. Yeah, we're going to the results in a minute. Just want to talk a little bit about what you're saying there about the after the World Cup. Yeah. We always talk on this show, um, and just amongst ourselves whenever we're chatting mm. about how when a team has momentum built up and an international break comes. 
Mm. And they're gone away for two weeks or they're gone away for 10 days, as the case usually is. Yeah. Um, it can stop that momentum. So yeah. you have a team like QPR who are flying it again, a team like Blackburn who were flying it, Luton who were going good again, mm. um, Millwall who were starting to climb up the table. And we'll talk about them when we talk about the games and that. The World Cup is like the ultimate international break. Yeah. It's going to be six weeks of a break rather than the usual 10 days. It's almost like an entire. Well, it is. It's it's longer than a preseason. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. going to be so strange to see what effect that has on the teams that are flying it at the time. And the thing is, as well, when they come back, it's like balls to the wall, just like games. Yeah, are... I mean, they, they, we know how many games the championship is anyway. It's three yeah. three games in a week yeah. already. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> Making up for those games that are missing is going to be it's it's going to be nuts. And then they have the FA Cup then as well in between all those games. So there, there's a lot. Well, that's it. I mean, you're going to come back on um, the 26th of December for the first lot of games again. Then Quite you're probably deep. going to have games two three days after that. Then yeah. the FA Cup starts early January. Yeah. Um, it, it's crazy. It really is crazy the way that it it it's going to be, and it's going to be very interesting to see how it affects teams. And yeah. um, what are they going to do? Uh, I know some of the Premier League sides who would have more players at the World Cup. Some of them are going to go to like warm weather training in the Middle East so that if some of their players get knocked out yeah. of the World Cup, they won't have as far to travel to meet up with the squad. Mm-hmm. Um, I imagine some of the championship teams will probably do the same. They'll probably head somewhere warm yeah, uh, for some sort of a training camp, arrange some friendlies with some other teams that might be out in the same area. Yeah, makes sense. Because you're going to have to keep the players playing. I mean, it's okay to say, look, World Cup started, we're going to give them a week or two off. I suppose the other side of that is, well, I mean, there's rumours floating about whether it comes to happen or not, that even, you know, countries that aren't in the World Cup are going to be looking to play friendlies yeah. while the World Cup is on. Yeah. Which uh, which means, you know, your likes of Ireland, your likes of Norway, those kind of teams might decide they're going to play an international match while the World Cup is on. Yeah. Some sort of a friendly somewhere. Which is taking then your players away again, and mm. uh, it, it it could be very messy. Yeah, I just don't understand the whole thing about Ireland. See, Ireland playing a friendly because people are into this world, into the World Cup. Um, it's, it's very weird. It would be a very, very, very weird thing to do. Yeah, very strange. But I mean, I get it. Like players have to keep fit and they have to keep playing and yeah. kind of thing. But there comes a point where like. What's the point of these friendlies when you the clubs should just do the friendlies rather than these exactly. international ones that make no sense really? No, um, especially because like even people won't attend the matches because the World Cup was on. Is another thing. Well, that's it. I mean, that's 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 the other side of it, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And is is what are they going to do? It's yeah, it's it's going to be strange. It's going to be very, very strange to see what, what happens. Um, I don't think it's going to be a good team or a good thing, but every team, I suppose, has to go through it. I certainly think if you're a team that's on good form, you don't want the World Cup to come. Exactly. If you're a team near the bottom, it gives you a chance to reset. If you're one of those teams, like we said, that don't have a manager, mm. the World Cup is probably a dream come true. You almost yeah. give the new manager a pre-season with the squad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's to get it. them ready it. for... Watch Middlesbrough come back now in the next four matches. Uh, yeah, and I mean it, it, it. It's not unheard of. It's like we said, Middlesbrough are fourteen points from the top. Yeah, I mean, there's you know, there's thirty odd games to go. Mm. That's true. 
Um, watch the speed. But, I think Middlesbrough won yeah. to watch. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you look at a team like Watford, who we're going to talk about their result in a minute. Watford have dropped all the way down to 13th, but they're still only four points off the playoffs. I know, yeah, it's crazy. It, it's ridiculous how much teams are moving. It's so tight at the top. Like for Bilic there, even like he's only got like two wins and five. Two wins and five. I mean, that's that's sackable territory when you're at Watford. <laughs> you'd, want, you'd want to be careful. I know, Steve yeah. Bruce is still Steve Bruce lurking in the background. I know, yeah, he, he, he's a fella who would win there to steady the ship, as they say. Yeah, Bruce <laughs> Quinn, steady the ship. You know, get Bruce in for 12 games before you sack him. I know, yeah, that that's it. Like, they'll probably be signing managers to their six-month deals now in the next... I know, yeah, I know. I mean, how much money must Watford have paid out to managers? <laughs> I can all, I can only... I like, I reckon they gave out three-year deals at most to, to a lot of these guys. Yeah, and they they rarely last the year. Yeah, they, yeah, pretty much. Like I mean, Village, like said, two wins out of five. If that becomes four wins out of ten, he's gone. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, yeah, yeah exactly. That's, that's just the way Watford work. And especially, and uh, we'll talk about it later, but that result against Millwall, uh, yeah, wasn't good. I suppose we'll start. I suppose Tuesday night we'll start with West Brom. Don't have a manager. Lost two 0 to Bristol City. Uh, disaster of a result, I suppose. <laughs> big, big, uh, yeah. I don't know. Um, I was reading about it there, and they were saying that West Brom were not even abysmal; they were worse than abysmal. Um, yeah, pretty terrible. Um, Nigel Pearson, of course, was once an assistant manager at West Brom, yeah. so um, it was nice for him to go back, I'm sure, and to get the win. Um, and nice to see him since he kind of ranted and raved about manager about referees and the fact that he was going to. Um, retire from football because of them. It's it's nice to see he hasn't done that yet. And uh, Bristol yeah. City quietly having a decent season. Yeah, they're not bad at all. Uh, one and two, I think. Is yeah, the... I mean they've played sixteen games, which is more than most teams. Yeah. Um, and them and uh, Preston, and uh, you know a few others that have played uh, that have played sixteen as well. But um, most teams have only played played fifteen games this point of season, but. Yeah. They're three points off the playoffs. They're they're doing pretty well. Yeah, and the thing is, is it wasn't like their average squad age was like twenty three or something. Damn. Yeah, West Brom didn't have a shot in target in this whole match as well. Yeah. Um, for for a team at home against a Bristol City, that's that's pretty unforgivable. Um, it is, it is. Uh, and what about someone like Schumacher, Stephen Schumacher coming in? Do you think that some a manager like that might be? That's it. Um. Might be good. See, that's a very tricky one because the guy from is it what who was it? Forest Green went to Watford. Yeah. Last yeah. um Rob Rob is it what's his name? Rob something. Yeah, it didn't work out, did it? Did not work out at all. But then who who goes to, who leaves a good team to go to Watford? I mean, that that's crazy. You go to Watford if you've done nothing for like, you know, the last year because you're not gonna last. That's the problem, but our West Brom going to become that new Watford. Hopefully they won't. Uh, they need to be a bit more patient, I suppose. Um, like they, I don't know who goes in there because I, Jody Mars has never managed at any level, only yeah. on, only under eighteens, I think. Yeah, at Chelsea, uh, he's been an assistant a lot. Um, like he and it's tough. It is tough, and plus, when you're, you know, you 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 need someone who knows the league pretty well, and um, 
it's it's a gamble. I think I think if they could get Schumacher, I think he'd be amazing employment for them. But will will they be able to get him away from Plymouth? Is the thing they're they're going to have to pay a fee for him, obviously, if that if it comes to that. And we know West Brom they've paid out Steve Bruce, and money has been an issue with them for some reason. Um, yeah, so, that's that's a weird. And then there was the stories of the the owner was spending money as well. Um, yeah, there's a lot of yeah. uncertainties. The problem is if they're in the bottom three in March. Yeah. Uh, it's just, I know my dad would be unhappy, be really unhappy if they were in League One, but like, you've got, yeah. you've got to think this could be a reality come, come May. Uh, yeah. But, but it, it, was, it was kind of a case with a few teams. Like, I mean, um, you know, Sheffield Wednesday a few years ago, they looked like they were going to be able to pull out, but obviously the points deduction didn't help them. And, We've had a few teams like that where you're like, there's no way they're going to be in a relegation battle and they yeah. scrape through at the end or whatever the case may be. So yeah, it's going to be tough for them. A team that are kind of flying it in the right direction, I suppose, are um, Rotherham. A good yeah. win away to Stoke. And that's another one as well. They only got a new manager recently as well. Yeah, um, um, Stoke did, yeah. Uh, not oh, working out too great. Four teams? Four teams, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, Rotherham going well. Rotherham, um, Rotherham, very, very difficult to beat. Um, very difficult to beat. Good one. They'll win away at Stoke. Um, the classic, you know, can you do the way at Stoke on a wet Tuesday night? Well, yeah. Rotherham get a one nil win up there, and it's uh, it's it's a horrible place, Stoke. It, it mm. really is. Yeah. Um, not a nice city. Um, sorry, Stoke fans. Mm-hmm. Um, the pitch is horrible. It's really windy. It's it's just a horrible, horrible place to play football. Yeah. And uh, Rotherham to go up there and win 1-0 is, is very good. Obviously, the sad news for Rotherham, as we know, Doug Benny is going to be out until probably after the World Cup. Mm. Uh, that's in six weeks, so he's definitely going to be out till after the World Cup. Yeah. Um. So that's that's not good news. That's not what you no. want. No, no. Um. But again, yeah, it's just... They would, they're getting a good, good results. They're, they're getting there. Like they, they definitely come because I was worried that they would be down the very, very bottom, but they're not doing too bad. No, Rotherham are, you know, I mean, they, they, they have to be thinking playoffs where they sit in the table at the moment. Yeah, like they're three points off the playoffs at the moment. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a good win. Blackburn. Yeah, Blackburn 2 0 win over Sunderland, put them top of the table briefly until QPR's game. Yeah, Blackburn um, actually are the only team in the championship, I think, that haven't drawn a game. Kind um, of mad, isn't it? Yeah, um, it's either win or they lose. Um, would you believe that 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 uh, that that's kind of the way it goes? Um, yeah. Arsenal, top of the Premier League, obviously haven't drawn a game yet this season. Mm. And they either win or lose. And Arsenal had the fewest draws of any um, team in the top leagues in Europe last season. Mm. And Blackburn, like, draws kill you in the championship. Yeah. Just ask a Millwall fan. Yeah. yeah. You know, so <laughs> yeah. you're better off. Like, you, you take, say, five games, you know. You yeah. win three, you lose two. Mm-hmm. You have nine points. Yeah. You know, you you know, draw four and win one, you have seven points. Yeah. You mm. know, the draws are what kill you in this division. And mm. um, Coventry have had way too many of them. We'll talk about them when we come to their game as well. But mm. yeah, no draws for Blackburn, win or lose, all or nothing. Mm. And then um, they sit joint top of the table at the moment. Um, disappointing season, I think, for them last year. Yeah. 
just about the stoutness. Um, just about the stoutness. Um, a squad that probably should have done better. Yeah. Last season, uh, it's it, they seem to be when Diaz isn't there now. Uh, Brandon Diaz isn't there now. They seem to be able to find ways still to win. I know he he got on the score sheet the other night, mm. but last season it was kind of a case when he wasn't around, they didn't score goals. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the the thing is, I I I've seen a few goals there from Tyrone as well. Um, he stopped yeah. he stopped scoring last season. Uh, that was that was the problem for them last season, and it's it's this season now. It's um, they're spreading them around, and they're benefiting from that. Obviously, top of the table. Yeah. Um, we move on to the next game, and another team that are. After really turning their season around, Swansea, yeah, yeah. Um, I was very, very worried about them when we first talked at the start because they sold yeah. down, they sold yeah. down their main man. Um, yeah, sold on their main man. Didn't have a good start to the season. They've now won what is it, six wins in the last eight matches? Yeah, three in yeah. a row at home. Uh, yeah, and four in a row in total. I think. Yeah, four in a row in total. Six out of eight. Yeah. flying up the table. Yeah, and when like the thing is like. If, that was a month ago, and they were two nil down. They weren't coming back. No. Um. There's just something about their heads just stayed in it after they went yeah. two nil. Um. So this um, result, this result could be a, a game changing one for them for the season. It could be, and it, it's one that obviously brought them above Reading in the table as well. Yeah. And um, Reading, who themselves were having a very good season. Yeah, which is very surprising because yeah, I. I like Paul Ince, but I don't really rate him. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they've had a good start to the season, is why they're up there still. Yeah. They're now having a little bit of a dip reading. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a team where the World Cup might come around at the right time for them. Because they're starting to have a little different form at the moment. Yeah. yeah exactly. Um, Swan- yeah, Swansea. Swansea are a team that I can definitely see in the playoffs if this keeps. Keeps going the way the farm. Yeah, good, uh, good run. They're on. They're on a great run. Yeah, uh, another team. We, on we were saying that the new manager, uh, he wasn't really kind of known for being great, but we'll see. Time will tell. We'll I see, in a few months. Yeah. Um. Big win for Luton Town. Yeah. Uh, Norwich though, are having a bit of a dip in form of their own. Yeah. They, yeah, they're really struggling at the moment. I mean, you know, they're three points off the top of the table with a game in hand. Um, <laughs> well, a game in hand over Blackburn, rather, in second place. It's not like, you know, it's... Yeah. it's oh, yeah, but it's, it's, it's one win in five. Um, that, that's the problem, because they were looking like, as Norwich tend to do when they've been in the championship, they just stroll through it. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, but it's tougher now. I suppose the red card changed the game in some way. That I know they were one 0 down at the time anyway, yeah. but the red card came very quickly after the yeah, goal. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, Pookie I'd, probably should have got one. I'd back. be very, very worried though, because there's three losses in a row, um, and the losses came against teams that you wouldn't expect to beat them, uh, Watford and and Luton. Yeah, I mean, Luton. yeah, Luton away. We know how good Luton are at home. Luton are a match for anybody at home, but away from home to a team like Norwich, one of the top top teams, yeah. those are the results Luton weren't usually getting. No, uh, against the top top teams away from home, but this season they're starting to pick up a few. Yeah, and um, it's paid off for them. I mean, Luton are another team that are right there in the playoff picture right now. Yeah, they were very unlucky again last season. Um, they're much like yeah. Blackburn. 
they kind of did overachieve last season, but they were still very unlucky. Very, very unlucky, yeah. Um, it's like, what, look what happened with Barnsley last season. Could have easily happened to Luton. You know what I mean? Look, look what it, Luton It could have done. And um, that was something we were both worried about start season. But look, they're there again this season and flying it. So yeah. um, sometimes when you go through something like that, where you where you suffer like that, it really, really drives you on to do better next season and not go through it again. And seems to be working for Luton. Luton, Burnley and uh, Rotherham are the three lowest losses for the season. Yeah. And Burnley have only lost one game. Luton three and Rotherham three. It's very... Yeah. Like, that's some going for Luton, Luton Town on their budget. Yeah. Uh, it's unbelievable. And the, man, the manager is like... I know we've talked about it before, but it didn't go right when he went to Stoke, but something, something goes well at Looting for him. There's just something about it. Yeah. Um it's like Preston. My... Yeah. We talked about Preston, they're one nil win away to Huddersfield. Mm-hmm. Huddersfield were terrible. I mean, yeah, they were not good. Yeah, yeah, they did. Um Pre- Preston though this season, uh they're not scoring goals, but they're not conceding goals either this season. Yeah. I mean it's we talked about I don't the nil all draws they've had. Yeah. Um and this obviously a one nil win. But they um yeah, they just can't seem to score goals. Yeah, other than that one game they had where it was like three two. Yeah. But every um, other game or every other game's either been nil all or one nil. Yeah, um, they're very good at the back suddenly this season. Yeah. Um if they could find someone in January or whatever the case may be who'll actually put the ball in the back of net. As opposed to the 73 strikers they have at the club and none of them can score a goal. Yeah. Um, if they could get somebody in who can actually put the ball in the net, they could be a danger for the playoffs. This could be the year they, they push for the playoffs because that's that defense like is very strong. Five points off top. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's kind yeah. of... Yeah. yeah, you think of all the draws they've had this yeah. season. Like yeah. if the draws kill you. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Drawn seven out of the 16. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, to draw seven games already is mad. Yeah. And you think, you said they're five points off. Yeah. You know, three of those draws become wins and suddenly you're above them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you're on top of the table, you know. <laughs> Two of those draws become wins and you're up in like third or fourth in the table. Yeah. Um, they just, if they could get a goal scorer, they could be they could be really, really pushing for, for the playoffs this season. Um, I suppose we'll move on to will we have a look at some of Wednesday's ones ones that stood out I suppose Birmingham had a good comeback against Burnley they've become um, very difficult to beat lately yeah Burnley briefly top of the table while they were one it up yeah. um, Birmingham then obviously pulled the goal back yeah like I said very tough to beat at the moment Birmingham have uh, one loss in five um, yeah. they're playing well they did a good win as well at the weekend uh, yeah yeah I think if they just they're kind of steady in the ship there a bit like um like you were saying earlier that Fradrum are kind of doing the business they're they're similar uh, yeah. and Bristol City yeah all those teams are all just kind of hovering um, yeah absolutely but it was um, a, it's a great result from like that was a great result from yeah. It was a result that wasn't good for a team. A team we both like the way they play football. Their games are usually entertaining as Blackpool, but they're on a horrible run and they're in real trouble. 
Yeah, it's a shame. I mean, they are just sliding down the table every time you look at them. Yeah, I um, they're, they're just, just outside the play, uh, the relegation zone now. Yeah, but they're just so entertaining. Every game they're in, yeah. usually has buckets and holes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah. It, you know, like, you wouldn't have expected three goals from Hull. I mean, they hadn't scored in like six of the last seven or something <laughs> and had lost... I think was it seven, seven of the last eight matches or something. Something like, like that. Something like that. Because yeah. they yeah. started the season pretty well. Yeah. And then they went on a crazy run where they just lost every week. Yeah, they and lost. Got rid of like, the manager. They definitely lost about seven in a row, right? Yeah, but seven out of eight games they had a draw or a win in there somewhere in those eight games, but they lost all the others. Um. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't the best game of football you're ever going to see. Even no. though there was four goals in it, yeah, yeah, um, I think there was four shots on target, four yeah. goals, yeah, and um, the goalkeepers not covering themselves in glory with with stats like that, but yeah, it's a uh, it, it's certainly a strange one, um, when, when things like that happen. But good win for Hull, bad for uh, for Blackpool. But we move on quickly to the other games. Coventry beating Sheffield United, big, big, big win for Coventry. If you think of it, it's a huge win from right, but. When's the last time Sheffield United won a game? Like, I can't remember the last time they won. And they were a team that were, we were only talking about a few weeks ago, how good they were and how far up the table they are. Now, okay, they're still right up there. They're only, what, two points off the leaders? And they sit in fourth place? Yeah, they haven't won in, they haven't uh, won in six games. Yeah. Uh, three wins and five for Coventry, though. They're suddenly hitting a bit of form. We know they have those games that hand over the pitch debacle at the start of the season. Yeah, like the last time Sheffield United won a game was the seventeenth of September. That that's madness. I mean, they they were running away with the league at one point, yeah. and now they're fifth. Yeah. So yeah. Um, but what about what about Coventry suddenly hitting form? It's good. I'm, I'm delighted for them, Mark Robbins. It's good. Yeah. Uh, what do we say? Three wins in the last five games. Uh, three like wins in the last five. Yeah, and a draw as well. So there's only one loss. One um, loss in five. That's that that's good going. And I mean those games at hand that they have, all at home, as we know, because they were all home games that were called off. Like two wins yeah. there now will get them up to up up to sixteenth. So I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, Coventry certainly can turn and that's where I think the likes of Blackpool could be in trouble, is yeah. those games at hand that Coventry have and their home matches. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um QPR flying it, uh three nil winners over Cardiff. Um I suppose for them, it's it's good that Dykes is back scoring goals. Willock obviously is going to be out for a while, and that's that's not good news for them, uh, because yeah. they do miss him. Uh, there's talk he might come back by the end of this month, so maybe he'll play one game before the World Cup. I personally wouldn't risk him. No. Um. Why? Why would you? No. You know. Uh. You no. know, if there's a chance, you're going to need him for the running for the rest of the season, like you said. So. Exactly. But um. I worry about Cardiff too because they they they're one of these teams they're going on um they went on a bit of a run to get themselves out of trouble and now they're starting to to slide but, again. I know we've talked about it, but they brought in it's almost like that Nottingham Forest thing. They brought in too many new faces. Way too many. Um, they must have, yeah Steve Morrison as well. Yeah. Like um, I don't know. I mean, think about Cardiff, right? The thing about them is, um. We talked about teams that don't score goals. We talked about Preston don't score goals. Coventry haven't played as many games, so they don't have goals. 
only mm. Preston and Coventry have scored fewer goals than Cardiff. Yeah. Um, they've lost their last two games without scoring a goal. Um, you know, he came in as kind of the interim manager, uh, had a great start, and everyone's like he's going to take over uh, Hudson, and now suddenly they're having a different form. And big, big game at the weekend against Swansea. Yeah, exactly. And um, as you said, the worrying thing is like 12 goals in, in 16, 15 matches is not good enough. It's um, not good enough, and you're going to wait to Swansea at the weekend in the big Wales derby. Um, and like that could end up 3 all because of the match it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, we were talking about Michael Carrick suddenly changing his mind coming yeah. into the uh, the Middlesbrough job. Was it after this win? I wonder four one. He probably thought, you know what? Maybe they're not bad. Yeah, and it's good to see Akpom score because I was giving out about him last yeah, week. Yeah, whenever you give out about him, he seems to get a goal. So I know he I know it was only like a penalty but, and it was a thing, but still. Still, um, he's he's scoring goals for them. Yeah, I, I was giving out about their forward line last week saying they weren't scoring enough. So yeah. they have to score four today. <laughs> um, That's it. Two wins in four games as well for them. You know, it's... You know, I mean, it's not setting the world alight, but I mean... It's better than they had been. Yeah. I mean, they were just terrible. Oh, yeah. They were booed off the pitch in all the last few games. The manager manager was like, oh, Michael Carrick coming in. Will he do the job? Yeah, can he do the job? Can he? Hard to know. And I suppose the last one that we just briefly touched on, because we've talked about a bit already, Millwall. um, That's 3-0 winners over Watford. Watford. match, match surprises me because... Watford beat Norwich. Yeah. Um, and then to put on this sort of display after beating Norwich. Yeah. And Bradshaw with a hat trick. Nice for him. It's nice, yeah. Like he scored a hat trick in the first half an hour as well. Um, yeah. What 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 are we going to make of Watford? Because like like we said, they're not really out of it. Um, but they've only won five games in sixteen. Yeah, and just in all competitions, yeah. that is. Since they've been relegated, so in all competitions they've only won five out of sixteen. Yeah, um, that's not great form for a team that just came out of the Premier League. No, who still have very, very, very good players. Yeah, uh, I think they only lost like three or four. There, they didn't lose that many at all. No, um, from their Premier League side, um, it's a tough like. Yeah, what is it? Are they just full of negativity? The club. I, I, yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, we joke about it. We joke about Watford a lot and about the managers and the way the managers go and, and all this. But what if you're a Watford player and you're like, you know, this is our second manager of the season. It's like our fourth manager in the last two years. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's yeah. like, why do I want to listen to what Billich is telling us? He's not going to be here, you know, in May. <laughs> That's the thing, yeah. I know. You know what I mean? I know, so yeah. it's like, uh, 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 like, that kind of upheaval, managerial upheaval, can't be. Eventually, it's going to impact the players. Yeah, one hundred percent. It has to. Like it has to it be has in the back. Of, has to be in the back of your mind after a loss like this one. Absolutely, and I think like think about if you're a player that you know the previous manager that was there really liked, and he was playing you every week, and he gave you loads of confidence. The new guy comes in, he doesn't fancy you, and then you're like, well, you know, what am I going to do now? I know that if I play shit for three or four games, then the board are going to sack the manager again. And yeah, I no, man- no manager will give me a go. Yeah, I know what you mean. You know, <laughs> it's, it's kind of madness. 
and it's going to, I'd like to care if you would imagine a professional, but at the same time, I don't know. It's like, if you're constantly changing manager, it has to have an impact at some stage. Yeah. With the players wondering, how long is this guy going to be here for? But the story is, like, is Elton John still on the board? Not sure. I don't think so, but it's... You need someone like... I don't know. Just, I don't you know. Someone you need like someone to step stop. in and say, lads, yeah. this has to stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but maybe that has to come from the players. Maybe the players need to talk to the board and say, look, enough is enough. But do you know what's a prime example of doing doing right with this is Brendan Rodgers. Yeah. Um, they're now yeah, turning, turning, they're turning, turning things around. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, it can happen. It's just clubs will always pull the trigger and be like, oh, he's gone. Yeah. Uh, it's going to happen to Steven Gerrard as well. Yeah. But his record does not like the thing is, like, does Steven Gerrard go to a Watford? You know what I mean? After, like... I don't think... Like, if you were a manager, seriously, would you go to Watford? Well, an older like, fella. An older manager. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe someone who's like, you know, with Harry Redknapp going out for six months? I don't know. Uh, um, our buddy, Neil Warnock. <laughs> Neil Warnock, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's just a lot of fellas like Mark Hughes would go there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean he's he's doing an okay job, isn't he? Since he came back into management, yeah. Um, a couple of fellas like that would go there, right? Yeah, but it's like, do you want to go to Watford for six months? I mean, yeah. And what 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 if Billich turns it around, gets them promoted? He loses like three of the first four Premier League games. That's the problem. Like right? playing Chelsea, Man City, and Liverpool in their first three matches, come he'll still the get end, the sack. Come the end of October, then he's gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that that's. I, I mean, it's 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 yeah. yeah, it's madness. It is, and I I think it, it might have to come some stage from the players. Uh, I'd love to I'd love to talk to someone like um who's been through it all. I know he's not there anymore. Um, in, in Troy Deeney, but who was there for a long oh, long yeah. time while all of this was happening because he's a guy that speaks his mind. I'd love to know, like when he was there, what the players thought of, because the players are going to tell you. That oh they don't mind and it's just week to week and game to game and we yeah. listen to whoever is the manager and yeah. they'll say all the right you know politically correct things mm. but I'd love a, an actual voice who was in that dressing room to tell the truth. Yeah. Uh, apologies if you heard any screaming there. Mm -hmm. That was just my two dogs deciding they were going to fight for a while. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm going to have to hold on to the little fella while we finish off the show. The news um, called the little fella. The little fella for people who don't know is now bigger than the, the big one. Um and he's uh he's he's quite the handful. Um and he's currently chewing on my arm, but uh the that's new, okay. The news coming out now is that Gerard has been sacked. Gerard sacked from Aston Villa. Um that seems and, to be the thing that's just yeah, they just posted it that he's gone. Yeah, I mean he had to go. Tonight was shocking. I know we don't think but he had to go, and he's going to have to come back to the championship. Yeah, he probably will have to, to be honest with you. I know Lampard got a second chance, but he got very lucky. Yeah, I mean, Lampard's record at Everton isn't that much better than Gerard's no. at Villa. Um, it's slightly better, Yeah, but it's not a lot better. And yeah. I think sometimes these guys get away with things based on their reputation as players. Yeah. They get away with a lot more than they than an ordinary 
guy on the street would get away with. Um, Wayne Rooney, obviously, I was very surprised Wayne Rooney went to the States, to be honest with you. Because yeah. I think he, I think he built up an awful lot of credibility for the job he did at Derby last season. Exactly. Um, I, like, mm. I don't blame him leaving Derby, uh, mm. like not wanting to go down managing League One um, and, all, and all of that. Like probably thinking he should be at a bigger club that he's earned a chance to do that. Mm. Um, but I kind of like that because you look at Frank Lampard, he done nothing as a manager. Exactly. Um, as such, he still has done nothing as a manager. Um, and, Gerard, he, and he destroyed but, Derby County. That people, that's what people yeah, really need to know. Gerard, people talk about him. Oh, he won the title at Rangers. He didn't win the title at Rangers. Celtic threw the title away when he was mm-hmm. the manager. <laughs> and in the three years he was there, that was the only trophy he won. Yeah. Um, he hasn't proven himself to be a good manager. He's not a good manager. Being mm. a good player doesn't make you a good manager. No. Um, and I think the way it often works in Holland is the way it should work in England, but it doesn't. You look at someone like Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank and him starting in the lower leagues in England, and that's where he's making a name for himself. Yeah. Um, that's where you should start. That's where you should be. Like exactly. Stephen Gerrard, now if he is sacked and he wants and he wants a career in management, which I assume he does, and um, I think he's going to have to look to the championship. He's going to have to look to League One. Mm. He's going to have to forget about trying to be a Premier League manager. Yeah, he's going to have to absolutely get the idea out of his head that he's going to be managing Liverpool. Yeah, exactly. Because that's certainly not happening, um, unless he goes to, you know, like you said, a Watford and wins them the championship. And then does you know keeps them in the Premier League or something, and by some miracle becomes you know even then like even then be there two years even then Gerard I, even over the years here's something about his temperament I don't know what it is like I yeah. think he, I think he loses the rag around sir when certain things yeah. happen and you can't do that in the modern game no um, and I I just think um. It's well, it was it was a strange decision, I think, to come to Aston Villa. Yeah. Um, I Aston Villa for me as a club in general are a bit, you know, um, I don't know what it was with them that they suddenly thought they were a great team. Yeah, and the problem is I mean, they escaped relegation because of a te- technology mistake where they never turned on Hawkeye. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's the only thing that kept them up. Then they had one decent season and now they're back where you know, they really are when you look at their players. The players aren't great. But you know what the worst thing about this whole thing is for Villa, they gave, yeah. they gave him so much money that the new manager stuck with all this nonsense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this. I mean, you know, I mean, Tyrone Mings, he'd be lucky to get yeah. a game in League Two. Another OG and, again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how that guy even gets near an England squad, I don't know. Because, you know, I, I see better, you know, players who are plumbers midweek um, playing at the back than Tyrone Mings. He's shockingly bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's not a Premier League player, let alone an international. Yeah. Um, exactly. But, you know, it, it, it's just awful. The guy can't defend. Mm. You know, he can put his head on a ball. <laughs> but you know yeah. what I mean? But 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 so can, like, the local butcher who's playing for the junior side here. Like. Exactly. You know, he, he can hit a football too, like, and yeah. also wouldn't be able to defend in the Premier League. You know, it's uh, it's 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 kind of madness. But there you go. That's uh, that's enough giving out about Aston Villa, I suppose. Um, and uh, instead, we, we, we could be talking about them next season. So we could be talking about them next season. Um, yeah. 
when we could have that derby between Villa and Birmingham again, which would be uh, a nice one to have. Yeah. Uh, but I suppose we better move on before uh, before we we outstay our welcome with the people listening and just have a quick look ahead to the weekend games. Uh, because there's a few tasty ones in there and a few ones that are uh, have a bit of relevance both ends of the table. I suppose starting off Saturday, no game on Friday night this week. Um, always sucks when there's not a Friday night game. I find yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, something to do on a Friday night. Anyway, Blackpool, but myself and you are going to see uh Black Black Adam tomorrow in the oh. in the cinema. So, you know, we we have something to watch anyway, at least on a Friday. Um, if it's not the football, yeah. Uh, Blackpool. Uh, against Preston, the early Saturday kickoff. Um, I, I have no idea. Like nil nil written all over it, probably. Probably. I mean, um, I, I was thinking the same, but Blackpool score goals. They do, but they also concede them. So maybe this is where Preston break out as well and get a few goals. Yeah. Um, I know Shawnee Maguire's been up front the last few games from, and he's uh, he's not got off the score sheet yet. I know he's come back from a massive injury layoff as well, mm. uh, which has kind of plagued him since he's been there. Uh, Battle of the Bees, Blackburn Rovers against Birmingham first, City. First draw for Blackburn. You think so? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. You said Birmingham been tough to beat lately. Yeah. Um, big game down near the bottom of the table. Uh, Middlesbrough home to Huddersfield. I'd say Middlesbrough take them, to be honest. You you imagine so. I don't know. Will Carrick be in there by then? Um, possible. Uh, maybe he'll be in the crowd if he's not officially the manager. Yeah. Uh, Millwall West Brom if you're West Brom that's the last place you want to be going right now yeah I, I think Millwall will beat them um, uh, likewise Wigan going away to QPR QPR just rolling at the minute again Dykes is there has to be an upset though this weekend so I'm not sure um, it's going to come somewhere it always does like you said Um, but yeah I think QPR are just so strong at the minute yeah. at home it's hard to see them not beating Wigan Wigan having to come down to London um, Reading against Bristol City that's a mm-hmm. very tough one to call yeah um, like I said Reading haven't been in the uh, best form lately but they're you know a good start to the season nonetheless uh, Bristol City a bit up and down at times but having a good season also so yeah hard one to call there Rotherham home to Hull yeah um, you know Rotherham again at home but Hull Hull, or Hull won their last game now so but Hull or, yeah you know are they on the up will a new manager again be there by then Hard to know. Um, Sheffield United, like you said, are in not the best form at the minute oh, against Norwich, who are not yeah. the best form at the minute. Yeah. A yeah. draw. Uh, yeah, it could be. I think both teams need a win there. Yeah. Um, it would be kind of a statement of we're back against each other. Stoke, yeah. who lost, obviously, at home midweek, home again to Coventry City. Coventry on a good run. That's mm, uh, a tough one to call that one. But Stoke is a hard place to go to play football, like you said. Yeah. Tough one to call. I Sunderland, Burnley, this, this could be a game. classic. This is the game where the upset comes. You think so? Yeah. What's the upset them. here? Sunderland are good. Sunderland, good to, beat Sunderland to beat Burnley. Yeah. Um, I think that is the makings of the game of the weekend. Yeah. Um, forget about the one Sunday, which we'll talk about in a second, which obviously is the one most people would pick. Um, but I think that surely is going to be a great game. Sunderland oh, to Burnley. Very good. Um, um, so Sunday, yeah. two games on Sunday. Swansea against Cardiff. We spoke about it briefly earlier. Um, Swansea flying at Cardiff, slipping down the table. Um, I don't know. We we always hyped up Swansea the local derbies. Swansea should hammer them. Yeah, we've always hyped up the derbies the last few years. Whenever there's like okay, a big London good. derby or um, whenever Swansea play Cardiff, 
they never live up to potential. No. And so that's all I'd hope for from the one on Sunday is that we get a few of those, you know, you know, late tackles, a few players kicking each other, just leaving a little bit in there. A proper diary match. Yeah, exactly. And that that's what you'd hope for in a few goals. But yeah, Swansea at home should have too much from. But when it is a derby, you just never know. Yeah. The emotion can carry them through sometimes. Um, Watford then at home to Luton. Who knows? Billich loses that. He's probably sacked. <laughs> um, you know, Luton Town, really, really good win away from home midweek. Um, yeah, hard one to call as well. You imagine Watford at home be favourites, but yeah. I mean, again, you know, Luton to Watford isn't like the biggest, the biggest journey on earth. So it's not like they're going that far from home. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, tough one to call that. Where would you you go with that one? On farm Luton. Yeah, um, yeah, I I think so. I think. But I, I, think, but yeah. I, I don't know. Watford could be what. Watford are up and down like again they beat Norwich and then lost very up and down and I mean I think I think um like uh, mid there's no there's no there is midweek games coming up during the week but they're the games in hand they're like Coventry against Rotherham and Burnley Norwich which is a great game to have midweek but yeah. they're like the games in hand teams are catching up and there's no full round of fixtures midweek um so Watford if they beat Luton um I think they play Wigan next weekend so again like you said they're up and down um. But a chance to get two wins if they can beat Luton and then climb right back up the table again. But then again, they lose to Luton and they don't beat Wigan. Billich is definitely gone now. And you know, after seven matches in charge. That's it, exactly. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's kind of a case at the moment of who's gonna last longer, a Watford manager or a prime minister. (laughs) Um, you know, you know, for any of the betting companies listening in, that 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 might be something they want to put a bet on. Will will Slavin Billich last longer than the next prime minister? (laughs) <laughs> um, it's hard to know hard to know they both seem to like getting rid of them at the minute so mm. um, so will we leave it there Phil I don't think there's any late breaking news while we are no just just actually um, no one's suddenly been appointed to one of the teams or anything like that no no I don't think so either um, so what we will do is we will leave it there and we'll be back I suppose after the weekend games again, um, we'll uh, possibly we might wait until after those two midweek matches, but yeah. uh, we'll be back at some stage to, to look back on on the weekend games and on those uh, midweek matches as well at some stage, probably after the weekend, to be honest, probably Monday or something like that. Again, we'll, uh, we'll be back with you all. And yeah, there's, there's, there's no news happening at the minute. No. Um, so thanks everyone for listening in and we will talk to you again soon.